You know what time it is? You know what time it is? Yeah, I'm on my way over there right now. That's showtime, baby. Let's go. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, episode 91, we got a fucking great show planned for you today. Yes, sir. I got myself a new sweater by my friend Ed Clay from the CPI Stem Cells, and boy does it look good. Yes, it does. If I can't pull pussy in this, I don't know what. Yeah, you're gonna get pussy, your pussy level to the shit to the sky. Thank you. A little hot for this sweater. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get that posture up. Ah, grab yourself a refreshment. Ah, let's get serious. Let's get serious. Okay, beautiful. We got Rick here. Rick here, he is the king of Peoria, as everyone knows it. Hey. And we're, and uh, we got a ton to talk about. We got a Dana White announcement. We got Francis, Francis talk. We got Sugar talk. We got all all sorts of stuff we're going to be covering here, so it should be an excellent show. Uh, First things first, Rick, where'd you steal that watch from? Uh, It was given to me. One of my friends gave it to me. What did you trade him? Uh, Nothing. He just said, uh, hey, you want to watch? Yeah, I do. Really? Yeah, and he gave it to me. I said, well, man, you know what? It's a nice fucking watch. You might get some pussy with that. I hope so. I hope it do shoot to the sky. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel you there. Shirt looks good. Thanks. It's a nice shirt. It's been nice. Uh, uh, I put up the Venmo on the last show, Mm -hmm. at Timbo Tits. And uh, we got over about $280, if not a little more, for Rick. Whoa. Remember? Yeah. I gave you those big yeah. bucks. Talking yeah. to that mic a little bit. And then yeah, what did you, you do with those bucks? Uh, when it, me and James went and ate, I fed him over in Burger King and uh, went and, you know, hung out with a little female for a no couple of hours. You yeah. bought her a little something? Well, no, she, uh, she didn't want nothing. She just, you know. Wanted to fuck around with me all day. No way. So your dry spell's over. Well, I'm hoping it is. Okay. Yeah, I'm hoping it is. So nothing happened yet? Not yet. Okay, we got some uh, Francis Ngannou. He finally uh, signed with the PFL deal. And this is what they say the deal is. It says high seven figures before, I mean, high seven figures per fight. So high seven figures, who knows what that means. That could always be all the way up to nine million for all you uh, mathematicians out there. Uh, gets a pay-per-view percentage and plus part of the gate. He also has the freedom to box if he wants. He's the chairman of PFL Africa. Not sure what that means. And then he has guaranteed money for his opponents. And on the aerial interview, it said his opponents will make at least a guaranteed $2 million, which Whoa. that's really nice of him. To make sure his opponents are getting paid because I don't know. I mean, it's going to be a tough time finding him matches, matches that are competitive. Um, So I'll be interested in that. But good for Francis. Good for him. Everyone, it seemed like everyone wanted him to just get fucked over just because he said no to the UFC. But good for him. He's making some bread. Yeah, that's right. Good, Francis. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And then uh, Dana White had a big announcement. Same day they, they announced the Francis stuff. So definitely he was trying to kind of overtake that the, the Francis news. Um, he announced Poirier and Gaethje at 155 pounds for the BMF title. And people are complaining about it. But it's like, why are you complaining about it? Why the fuck are you complaining about it? You want me to read their record? You, you want to say they're not uh, qualified for a BMF title? Gaethje beat Fazeev. Beat Michael Chandler, beat Tony Ferguson, beat Donald Cerrone, beat Edson Barbosa, lost to Habib, fought Eddie, fought Eddie Alvarez, fought Michael Johnson. Um, so it's like okay, sweet. They already fought once, and it was in Phoenix. It was a fucking hell of a fight, hell of a fight. I'm curious the changes Justin Gaethje's gonna make. 
maybe less leg kicks, maybe a little more boxing because uh, Dustin did a good job checking his kicks and really kind of piecing them up after Gaethje was leg kicking him. But that was back when no one could stop Gaethje's leg kicks. He'd land a couple of those shin to the fucking thigh and he would send people limping and hurting right off the rip. Or it was a lot of calf kicks too. But Dustin Poirier's resume, it's like, come on. Michael Chandler, Charles Oliveira, Conor McGregor twice, Habib, Max Holloway, Eddie Alvarez, Justin Gaethje, Anthony Pettis, Jim Miller, Bobby Green, Diego Ferreira, uh, the list goes on and on. So these guys fighting for the 155 BMF title, whatever. I think it's sweet that they have an extra little belt there. A little belt, get people fired up. And and for those two, they're bad motherfuckers. Yeah. So don't complain about it. Let's just enjoy it and watch it and just and enjoy that. What else was on his uh, announcements here? We got Pereira versus Blockowicz. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, damn. I mean, Pereira is a lot bigger than Izzy. Maybe, I mean, on fight day, maybe he's going to be 10, 15, maybe 20 pounds bigger than Izzy was when Izzy fought Blockovich. But look what Blockovich did. Uh, if I'm not pronouncing it right, sorry. Look what he did to Izzy. He, he's probably 230 going in the cage, if I had to guess. 230, powerful fucking Polish dude. And he kind of ragdolled Izzy. And I cannot see it going much different for Pajara. I think he might uh, take him down and just bully him and gas him out a little bit. And then we got Paulo Costa versus Alaskarov, which kind of sucks. I mean, it's sweet because, I mean, Alaskarov is a stud. He's not, I don't even know if he's in the top 10 at all, but I think he's only had a couple fights in the UFC, maybe even one. I'm not sure. But I feel like they could have had a bigger fight for Costa. They could have had him versus Sean Strickland. They could have had him versus Kamzat. They could have him for so many different people. I feel like would be a way bigger fight. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe Costa's being a, a pain in the butt for the matchmakers. The matchmakers are like, you know what? I'm not going to give you a huge fight where you're going to want all this money. I'm just going to give you this normal guy. And we're going to offer you this much money. So who knows what went on? But anytime Paul Costa is going to fight, it's going to be exciting because that motherfucker's a freak show. Mm. Fight good, huh? He fights good. Mm. Um. Got myself a little ice green tea here. Yeah. Get charged up. Yeah. Fucking hurt my rib a little bit of practice. Pissed me off, dude. I know better not warm up. Yeah. And I didn't warm up and it felt a little twinge. But thank God I got that PEMF machine, ice getting on top of it. Yeah. And then he also announced Bobby Green, Tony Ferguson. That's a sweet fight, too. It just is. I mean, Bobby Green, he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch. Anyone who fucking puts their hands by their waist the whole fight, pretty much, is going to be fun to watch. And Tony Ferguson, a nutcase. A lot of people said Ferguson's going to smoke Bobby Green, and I disagree. I think Bobby Green might win that match, especially in a 15-round, I mean, in a 15-minute fight. Three rounds. And then we got uh, Michael Chiesa versus Kevin Holland. Fucking sweet fight, dude. Sweet fight. And on paper... Both black belts. Well, I don't know. I, th I think Chies is definitely no gi. He's a, he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Both long-bodied. Holland a little bit more sharp on the feet. A little bit more sharp. But Chies is awkward as fuck. Well. Awkward and funky. Awkward and funky and strong. Good, Really good wrestling. If he gets on your back, it's in trouble. But there's some good fights for us to look forward to here. And then, uh, then another one they announced was Stephen Thompson, Michael Pajera. Interesting fight. Looking forward to that one also. Okay. Finally, though. Oh, and then they announced, obviously, the, the Sugar Show versus Aljo. And Aljo was saying on the MMA fighting that he's like, I'm going to see if I can train next week. If I can train next week, then the possibility of me fighting in Boston is an option. But it's not next week yet. And the UFC announced that. And then they said uh, his coach... Aljo's coach said Aljo had no idea that they were going to announce that. So, remember when Aljo's like at the press conference, he said, Sean will do what Daddy Dana says. Well, it looks like you're doing what Daddy Dana says, brother. But respect to him, dude. If he has to fight three months after he just fought Henry Cejudo. You cannot say 
it's hard. I mean, it's it's debatable, but Aljo's the dangerous, in my opinion, the most dangerous bantamweight champion ever. Him and Peter Yan, I think, are the most dangerous bantamweights. But Aljo, he's the most da- dangerous ever. He's fucking huge. He's so good at MMA grappling. He's good at wrestling too. Good enough to take down an Olympic champion in in a fight, especially against the fence. And then he's he's dangerous on top too. He's just not a he's not just a wrestler where he he's good. He's going to be trying to pass to half guard. He's going to be trying to pass. He's going to try to be for, force the back. He's good MMA grappling and he's very physically strong. And we know that because my professor Takino fought him and he said he's really strong. And he's really long and you can see it even in the Henry fight when he has his hands clasped. And and he's he's all the way stuffed and he still's got his hand clasped and he's going to start building up. That's going to be it's going to be a tough fucking fight. Aljo's the best bantamweight ever, I think, right now. So we're going to have our hands full. Um, we've got some weeks to prepare. It's going to be sweet. It's going to be sweet. And it's and it's good chance we're making history. Good fucking chance in Boston. And imagine, imagine if Sugar puts him to sleep somehow. Puts him to sleep. Imagine what Boston, Boston's going to do. It's going to fucking erupt. Yeah. Huh, Rick? That's right. Talking to that mic if you want, but. Yeah, blow his brains out. He's going to blow the brains off of him. Okay. So excited for that. Next three months, I think we got a little over 14 weeks or 14 weeks, maybe a little less. Uh, So we'll be prepared. We're going to go to dinner with me, Brandon, Takino, Sean next week. Kind of plan out the training schedule. And then get things popping. Nothing left to do but to do it. Not right, Rick. That's right. Let him do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. How about this? Here's some homelessness facts. Listen to these, Rick. These might inter- interest you a little bit. Mm. There's 633,782 homeless people in the U.S. What? It's a fuckload, isn't it? That's mad. And then 100 million people homeless worldwide. Hundred million. That's a lot of fucking people. It's a lot of millions. Yeah. Organizations, housing first, blah 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 blah. Okay, here's some more. Some groups are more likely to end up homeless than others. Lack of affordable housing is the primary cause of homelessness. Affordable housing is a big one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I really do think so. Shit's expensive. Yeah, it is. Domestic violence is the main cause for homelessness among women. Women that are getting beat on and then maybe run away. The reasons for homelessness among youth are numerous and extremely varied. About 25% of all homeless people are children. Wow. Stunning percentage of, vent- of percentage of veterans are homeless. What advice would you give to a young buck who just recently is homeless now? Just talking to that mic and then wow, give, give him just some try to get himself together, you know, and uh but okay, he's living on the streets now. What have you learned on the streets just just to survive? Oh, just to survive is to maintain yourself, man, and you know, be comfortable with yourself. Don't you know, go for just about anything because you know people just try to trick you off like that. Oh, in what way? Like, what are we talking here? Got a lot of people that try to molest kids. Now. Well, yeah, you got a lot of people. You got a lot of people that are maybe not super i mean maybe they're schizophrenic yeah could be be fucking losing their marbles a little bit from drugs but say like if they're wanting water what do you mean just going to a bk what do you yeah. tell the bk people if they're saying hey you can't hang out in here what do you tell them well no let the kid hang out and cool off and drinking some water he needs that fluid in it mm-hmm. a little refreshment yeah he needs it yeah, I mean, damn. Homelessness is considered a crime in many countries. It was weird in Abu Dhabi. There was zero homeless people. Not one. So I wonder how they go about that. But actually, I do know how they go about that. If you get a job, if you get a job with like the motel or the hotel or or that kind of job, they per, it, they're required to provide you housing. So if you were in the food business, say if you're working at a Burger King, or I'm not sure about the Burger Kings, but if you're working in... Working for a hotel, cleaning the room or something. They're required to have you housing, which is interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, This is a, yeah, this is an interesting site. It's homelessness facts. And a lot, it's sad because a lot of homelessness comes from 
something so sad that happened to that person. Maybe their family died. Maybe their, their significant other died. Maybe their child died. And they're in so much pain that they start taking some fucking drugs. Yeah, that's, that's real easy for them to get out there, the drugs. And then when they take those drugs, they finally feel nothing, maybe. And then, they, then maybe they get hooked. Yeah, you're real numb. So what kind of shit can we do to help the homeless people out more? Is there anything? Oh, yeah, try to uh, open up some uh, programs for them, you know. Mm -hmm. and, uh, see where they can go with that, you know. Get them uh, something to do. Go no. back to school or, you know. Uh, Not a bad idea. Yeah. That's, I think that's what this year do. Yeah. Get back in school. Uh, Taya, I mean, we had Jiu-Jitsu World League this weekend, and a bunch of my, bunch of my uh, students just fucking smoked everyone. There was 1,200 people. There was 1,200 people, and then out of the Elite Eight in Jiu-Jitsu World League, our team won. Won because we have a bunch of studs. And then Taya. Taya's she's a purple belt world, I mean, blue belt world champion. She's going to be a purple belt world champion. But she's very physical and mean in Jiu-Jitsu. And I got this guy, I got this coach from another team just complaining and just crying to me about it. Uh, let me... Uh, <laughs> Let me just go over. Oh, he said, I just got sent this video from your students. Is this really the type of environment you're creating in your gym where your student think it's cool to post a highlight video of just blatantly kneeing my student in the face over and over? That shit isn't even legal in MMA fight, let alone jujitsu. Not a good look, man. I said, yeah, she's very mean. I've been working on her with it. But I don't mind her being physical as long as she doesn't get DQ'd. Yeah, man. I feel like the ref was there. He trains with you guys. Any other ref would have DQ'd her. That was straight up bullshit. That's not being a competitor or being physical. That's just disrespectful and trashy. Well, she didn't get called for it. So, uh, he's like, switch it. It may might be good, but maybe have her switch to using some technique to pass someone's guard instead of just kneeing someone in the face for the time being. <laughs> I said, uh, and he said, being a black belt and a coach isn't just about getting people to win it's about guiding them to be better people and understand what it is to be a martial artist none of my students would ever think about doing that shit and we have had plenty of success without having to resort to that type of bullshit yeah there you go with that i said i didn't teach her to do that and my students have plenty of respect and being a martial artist is partly knowing how to defend yourself and maybe you should teach them the dangers of doing that guard yeah, and he says, so yeah, So again, kneeing someone in the face on the ground isn't even legal in MMA. She didn't knee him in the face. She was putting her shin on her face. So why would my student be prepared for that in jiu-jitsu? My students know how to win within the rule set of whatever event they're competing in. Maybe next time I'll just have my students start punching people just to keep things spicy. Go full Wild West with it. For the gram, of course. Got to get those likes, right? Well, that would probably wouldn't be your best uh, uh, your best interest. Start throwing punches because that might get worse for you and your students. It's going to get worse. Uh, yeah. So, and then I asked a couple of refs, IBJJF refs, and Takino, multiple time world champion IBJJF, is that legal to put the shin on the face? And it is legal. You can put the shin on someone's face. So I apologize. I'm like apologize that girl because I, I don't want that girl getting beat up and hurt, but. But it's like, uh, don't let her put the shit on your face then. And if you, she puts the shit on the face, maybe move, resort to a different guard where you can defend yourself and defend your face a little bit. Okay. But I mean, you're gonna get that in jujitsu. I mean, a lot of a lot of jujitsu gyms, a lot of I mean, a lot of gyms, they're not physical. They're not physical. They just want to do something soft and maybe sit to their butt. And but then you get someone, a physical wrestler or someone who's physical, snapping the head, pushing on, pushing on, being relentless with the passing and just really putting pressure on this person. And they just go, they fold. And it pisses the jujitsu coach off because we're being physical and beating their students. So we'll be working on that, won't we? I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, it was. Some, someone was saying, this is like, how many other people out there, when you get to a restaurant, okay, you get fixed up, go to a restaurant. How many of you want to sit there? The waiter brings you your drinks, brings you your menu, and then you sit there for another 10, 20 minutes. I'm, and maybe I need to get better at being social, but it's like when I get to a I restaurant, I want to pick up so that right, that that right, uh, menu, and I'm ready to order right then and there. Let's order, yeah. and let's get our food. 
I like to order when they bring the water. It's like, hey, um, okay, this is what I want. Boom. When they bring the water, now your order's in. You're eating within 15 minutes. And that's fast supposed to be in a fast food restaurant. Yeah, me and Suge want to bring you to a steakhouse soon. You ever been? No, where? What are you talking about? Flamingos. It's uh, not, not far from here. Oh, okay. You do that, Jay, or you like to sit there and just fucking ramble? Well, I mean, if it's like a restaurant, like a steakhouse, like... I, I mean, I look at it because I used to be a server. Yeah. Some people aren't ready as soon as, and I can feel like I'm annoying them if I go back three times. You guys ready? You guys ready? So, and you have to think like the server is doing 10 other things, you know? especially at a busy restaurant. Yeah, for sure. It's not that I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm fine either or. And some people want to go to the, go to the, the, the table and just kind of sit and talk to the, yeah. talk to the company for a while. So I get that. Yeah. But most of the time it's like, we're here to eat. Yeah. Let's eat. Mm-hmm. Eat some pussy. <laughs> yeah. What else we got going on? Bank on it. Mm-hmm. You said you've never had bad pussy in the past, huh? No. Where's any bad pussy at? Never with a little stench to it? Yeah, I like a little stench. Ooh. <laughs> I feel that. I mean, a little stench. I don't know. It depends. Not too fucking bad. I know. But, uh... But a little bit? Yeah, just a little bit. Mm. How about we crawl, call a couple of these karate dojos? You know what I'm sick of is some of these dojos that'll claim to be teaching you self-defense and maybe selling you some selling you some shit, saying they're going to teach you to fight, and this shit doesn't work fighting. So how about we give one a call here and see if they can sell us on some self-defense. In no respects to the martial arts, but they can't be selling you shit when it's not real fighting. We'll give them a call here. Yeah. Just kind of ask questions. What What do they provide? And will I get tougher doing this? Let's see. Oh, this one This one offers jujitsu. Damn it. Maybe I shouldn't be calling this one. Maybe another dojo here. Yeah. Oh, you've reached the martial arts. Damn it. Okay, I, th- I thought I had the numbers of the ones I wanted to call up, but it's looking like I don't. So maybe I'll have to wait for another day. And I don't respect these martial arts, but I also don't want them. I don't respect them, you said? No, I, I do respect them, oh. but I also don't want them people going in there and it's like, you can you can really be a white belt, a complete white belt, and go open up a gym and make up a story. It's a little harder now because there's the internet, but we know people like that. That open gyms yeah. and it's like they're charging memberships and teaching shit. That's just like, dude, come the fuck on. You're stealing money from these people. <laughs> when there's other people who've spent their whole life training real shit, real fight shit, real defend yourself shit. I don't know. I'm just fucking out, I'm just rambling. Damn it. <laughs> I wanted to give some of these a call, but I fucking lost the ones I wanted to call. How about we call some Shotokan? Shotokan. I think, I mean, the only real, real person, I know Shihan Nico, Two Knuckle Sports, he, he knows his stuff, and he knows actual kickboxing, and uh, Kiki, yeah, he's got Kiki. a good school too, he's got good jiu-jitsu, and he's got like some, That's some, what I was gonna ask, some like, real stuff. I always had mixed reviews on like karate shit, there's like, just like I guess, uh, working out karate, and then there's like that combat karate, right? Or yeah, what? I mean, I think the combat karate. I think there's some. I the think combat karate looks sick. Yeah, I think for for like it, depending on what you're wanting. If you want to get better at fighting, I think after about two years of karate, I may be mistaken too because I've never really done karate. But I, I would say after two years of karate, you're probably going to get the benefits that you're going to get from it. Maybe the flexibility. Yeah. Maybe learn some good spin techniques. Learn some snappiness. But after that, I don't I know. Don't, yeah, I don't get how like their belting system. I've always. Uh, when they're like, yeah, my kid's 10, he's a black belt. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's different for adults, I'm assuming, because I've seen those, that karate combat, like their stage, mm-hmm. how it's like a wall, and they jump off and kick each other. It's pretty sick. Yeah, and maybe it's good for like uh, kids that yeah. kind of think it's cool. They watch Karate Kid, they think it's cool, and then go in there and learn some discipline, learn to listen to the instructor, learn to do the yeah the dances or whatever you call them. <laughs> dances? Ooh. Some cooperera or whatever the hell? Like yeah, I think they should listen to the to the coaches too, though. Yeah, you know. teaches a young buck to listen to the coach a bit. Right. Yeah, for sure. 
And that right. way they won't get in too much trouble. Mm-hmm. On the streets. When was yeah. the last street fight you been in? Oh, shit. I couldn't tell you probably about a couple of years ago. That's good. You don't need, you need to avoid those. At, at this yeah. point in your no, life, no, Rick. I got too fucking old for it now. I mean, you're walking around with a cane. You're not in shape to fight right, right. now. So you might as well avoid it and be smart. Even if they start getting getting at you a little bit. Maybe they say, hey, Rick, you're a bitch. Yeah. And just say, maybe I am, buddy. Move <laughs> along. Thank you for that one. Yep. Don't let it get you fired up. Right. What'd you buy at the at the, at the the little gas station over there? A fentanyl pill? <laughs> <laughs> no. Viagra? Uh, we just talk, uh, yeah. That's really? what I need, some Viagra. But what was it? No, he was, uh, that's what he was talking about, fentanyl pills. Just to but, get the pain away. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't have. Uh, you just sw- do you just drink it? Yeah, you can drink it. You know, they have those fucking rhino pills and shit. Have you ever yeah. took those, Tim? They uh. No, I never have. <laughs> do it. Are. Let me know. They they do the pain pretty good though. Yes. Okay. How about this? Uh, some Robert Green. Robert Green is he's the author of a bunch of books. He's got a good YouTube too. Mm-hmm. Let's read a couple of his tweets and talk about them. In this one he says being attacked is a sign that you are important enough to be a target. You should relish the attention and the chance to prove yourself. That's pretty good. The worst is YouTube. There's so many people on YouTube that just want to fucking talk shit, dude. Just haters. Have you, have you got to that point yet? Mm, for the most part, they're always positive, but sometimes you have like maybe one or one out of fucking... On TikTok, people talk shit more. Yeah, I think it's... I look at the comments there and they're just like, hey, Ian... Yeah, for a while, I was always looking at all the YouTube comments, and, and most of mine are positive, too, and I like to just reply yeah. to the people and stuff, but I'm, I'm almost getting to the point where it's I don't even want to read them. You know people what People just is? fucking say dumb shit. Well, I think for in your position, too, like, I think people are more hesitant maybe to talk shit because you're an actual fighter. You get no, me? They're you're not. a black belt MMA guy. Like, why would you talk shit to that? Like, Oh, because they can A can't. little gay YouTuber that just does, like, whatever shit. Like, it's easier to talk shit to them. Yeah, but they still, dude. They still really just be hating. Yeah, all just hate and hate and hate. I think, but I think I yours think, is like more like 80, 90% positive, though. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but I mean, it's almost a, a compliment. Once you get to that point where people are hating, it's like, wow, maybe yeah. now people are paying attention a little bit. True. They're, they're watching your shit. We've all been there before. A weekend trip to the casino canceled because real life came calling. Well, my bookie's new and improved online casino is here to change the game. Dive into a truly realistic casino experience featuring the latest in slots, progressive jackpots, and live dealer action, all from the comfort of your own home. Take advantage of weekly blackjack tournaments and a brand new collection of high-end games for a chance at real cash rewards. The MyBookie Casino provides a Las Vegas experience when the action's in your hand, and the best part is you don't even need to wear pants. Your adventure at the My Bookie Casino begins today with a generous sign-up bonus using promo code REDHAWK, all caps. That's promo code REDHAWK to secure yourself a sweet deposit bonus. And that's not all because their revamped loyalty program ensures that you'll be showered with rewards, including free spins, cashback offers, and a host of exclusive VIP perks. The more you play, the more you win. Play anytime, anywhere with the MyBookie Casino. So that was a pretty good one. Okay, how about this one? Understand people will constantly attack you in life. One of their main weapons will be to instill in in you doubts about yourself, your worth, your abilities, your potential. They will often disguise this as their objective opinion, but invariably they want to keep you down. I've seen that. I've seen coaches do that. I've seen coaches try to put the fighters down and stuff. And to me... When I see that, I'm like, that is just fucking such insecurity in people. And people saying, just for an example, Sean saying he wants to box Dervante or something. And people are like, no way. Well, they're the same people that were saying, I mean, no way when he said he wanted to get in the UFC. Not a chance. You're too yeah. skinny, man. Because their insecurities and their minds work that way. Yeah. Like, oh, something like that's not even possible. So they tell someone else that that's not possible. It's like, dude, it's not possible in your mind because your mind works that way. And then Sean, when he fought in Peter, like, I want to fight Peter Yan. They're like, what? You're an idiot. Like, you're so, like, no fucking way. It's like, again, yeah. that's your insecurities. And people do do that. But I have seen it in coaches before. Yeah, Tell, Telling like, a fighter that, yeah. hey, you'll never KO someone. Uh-huh. Or you're just not scrappy enough. You're not tough enough. It's like, what? You don't you never tell a fighter that. 
Go about it in a different way and word it different because you don't understand how much that affects a fighter. And you don't understand that maybe because you haven't fought, you haven't competed, so it's hard for you to understand. And and maybe you're a little insecure. Yeah, they're just projecting their fears on them. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking too. Like, what do you usually like, you know how we were at the World League? I was just thinking like, damn, like your words are very powerful right now, especially because they're like tense, anxious, kind of about to go on. Like, what do you tell your students? Like, you're fucking more than ready for this. Like, just go out and have fun or... Yeah, you you know what I try I try to do is I just try to have them follow some breaths, follow some breaths, get them below their belly button, and just extend their exhales, mm-hmm. and and just know like it's okay to feel nervous. It's just, it's just your body getting ready, mm-hmm. and to enjoy these nerves. You're you're doing this. You're not gonna feel this forever. There's gonna be a point in your life where you're never gonna feel these nerves again. So it's okay. Even Jimmy, in in his MMA debut, he's like, I'm just so like nervous he was shaking when he was getting his hands wrapped just because there's a lot of pressure on yeah. him. a lot of people there supporting him but i know with my jujitsu guys and my mma guys as soon as the cage locks ding 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 they're going to be comfortable mm-hmm. and then as soon as the bell goes off i mean the ref says go in the jujitsu matches they're going to know what they're going to do because we do it every single day yeah but it's just the build up the couple days before the match the time right before the match those are the times where it's like, fuck, but it's important to be able to follow your breath and be able to bring yourself right in that moment and not think about the outcome so much. Not think about all oh, these people are watching this, not think about the outcome. Just focus on what you can t- control and that's your breath and your techniques. Easier said than done, mm-hmm. but that's what I try to have them do usually. Okay, here we go. Let's next one. When you have success, be extra wary. When you... When you are angry, take no action. When you are fearful, know you are going to exaggerate the dangers you face. Decent. Events in life mean nothing if you do not reflect on them in a deep way, and ideas from books are pointless if they have no application to life as you live it. Decent. Um, you ever read a book, Rick? Yeah, I don't like reading too many books. I don't. I can't find nothing that suits me. Nothing that you're into. Not really. I probably grab grab me a old Western book or something. You know, they that'd be cool. Yeah, I might maybe I'll try to find a simple Western book, a simple one that's not too complicated. Maybe we can get it for you. You can maybe get into it. Yeah, a little bit. Kind of cool. Yeah, you're into the Western stuff a little bit. Yeah, I love it. That's badass. Yeah, that's cool. Um, okay. How about this one? Everything that happens to you in a form of instruction. It's a form of instruction if you pay attention. Decent. Damn, he's got a lot of shit on here. Don't get comfortable. Take risks. Change. Try try learning about a field you don't know anything about or stepping into a viewpoint you've never considered. Pain is a kind of challenge your mind presents. Will you learn how to focus and move past boredom? Or like a child, will you succumb to the need for immediate pleasure and distraction? Pretty good there. Yeah, you guys got to check him out because he's the one that what, what books did he write? Uh, Laws of Human Nature, Mastery, 48 Laws of Power, uh, something War, Art That's of right. War, Art of Seduction. He has a bunch. He did a collab book with 50 Cent. I have it. <laughs> oh, really? It's called The 50th Law of Power. <laughs> Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Damn, that's badass. So tomorrow, yeah, Mariah and I have been, been for together today 14 years. That's crazy. Wow. 14 years dude yeah her fucking white belt yeah we've grown a lot together we've grown a lot together dude thinking back yeah since i was 20 20 or not even night no 19 even 19 is when i'm like damn that's a long ass fucking (laughs) time that's crazy her to put up with my fucking shit for that long (laughs) is pretty impressive and then tomorrow we sign the papers for our house damn that's good which is crazy and I feel bad for the people who have to buy a house and they don't know, they don't know a real estate agent and they don't know a loan officer or whatever, the mortgage companies, because then I feel like they can just fuck you. For sure. But I have two guys, yeah. Ryan Kramer, expert mortgages, his company's called. And then, uh, my buddy, Paul, Paul Sanchez, he's a realtor here in AZ, super skilled. He's one, he's one of my blue belts. And uh, having those guys that just, I trust those guys and whatever they send me, whatever they tell me, I, I trust it. I don't even have to question it. I don't even have to read the shit really because they're, I know they, they're looking out they for me. That, yeah. yeah. So I'm lucky for those guys. So if you guys are in uh, 
Phoenix ever, I can help you out with those guys because they're definitely trustworthy. That's good. Um, one thing I thought that was interesting is your mind. Something I don't. I think I read it, but your mind only has so much energy, and you need to be careful about focusing on negative shit and noticing it. Some people get stuck on feeling bad for themselves or comparing themselves to other others or just like being bitter towards people or watching shows or watching YouTube and just in your mind talking shit or cruising Instagram and just talking shit about people. You got to be able to you got to be able to notice that you're you're thinking that way. You only have so much you only have so much fucking energy and so much shit. Try to try to keep the negative shit out. What kind of shit you think about, Rick, when you're just sitting around there? Uh just trying to uh, keep my mind straight, you know, clear. Because with a clear mind, mm-hmm. you can accomplish a lot. Yeah. You know? So what kind of what kind of stuff? Like what kind of what, what are your interests really besides pussy? Uh, what pussy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Uh, I want to try to get me a motorcycle. I've been I ain't rode now in some years, but that makes me a little nervous. You getting a motorcycle? Yeah. Because what if we fall asleep? Yeah, no, I'm not going to fall no fucking sleep because that's dangerous. You're dead. Dead. That's dangerous. Um, This was an interesting thing. This angry prisoner reacts to getting sentenced to 190 years in prison for beating a four-year-old boy to death. A Kent County man called a monster for beating a four-year-old boy to death will remain in prison after losing a bid to having his 2017 convic- convictions overturned. Ellis Nelson appealed his convictions for a felony murder and first degree child abuse, saying this his attorney was ineffective and some trial testimony was based on junk science. During sentencing, Kent County called the beating of his son sickening and disgusting. You are the lowest form of human life that I've been able to observe or see. Hey, right. You are a monster and quite frankly, you are evil. This is what the, the judge was saying. What you did was sickening and disgusting. You should never be allowed out of prison. And then the dude started freaking out and leaving and stuff. But it's like, dude, just put a fucking bullet in him. Is that is that too mean to say? Yeah. No, you not. just you just killed a four year old boy because of whatever. You shouldn't get to live. You know what? But probably he's probably getting in prison. Do do they fuck those people up that have done shit like yeah, that to kids? Yeah. Pretty much uh, fucked him up real bad. Like the other prisoners? Yeah. Child uh, abusers? Yeah, oh, they got it bad. They try to go on PC, though, you know. What's PC? Uh, protective custody. Oh, know. so they don't get what? Beat down. Fucked up? Fucked up real bad. Mm. You know, that's yeah. where all of them need to be. You know. Maybe we can now, th- I think they should put a lot of them in population. Just to get handled on. Yeah. Especially the pedophiles. Right. Especially them, you know. And yeah, they should just, put, them, they they should just like put them in there like fucking food for yeah. those other guys. Yeah. Just see how they fucking like it. Because that's the, that's the issue. You got to just, you got to get rid of them. You, got, you can't just let these pedophiles go. You got to get rid of them because the pedophiles do shit to a kid. And then that kid grows up fucked up and starts doing that shit. To, and this just keeps going yeah, like that. Right. You got to get Never rid of them, me. I think. Bob and Doy, it never stops. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you could throw this picture on the a screen, Jay. This is the modern cruise ship I sent to you on a oh yeah size comparison Titanic? between the Titanic and modern cruise ship. Holy fuck! And this modern cruise ship, it'll be on the screen now. But look at that shit. Huge. We thought Titanic was just this huge thing. That's a fucking little pussy boat <laughs> compared to this big daddy boat. Yeah. Do you know what Titanic is? Yeah, the movie Titanic. Yeah, Titanic. That's how oh. big Titanic is. This one. Is it yeah. the one in the back or the front? Ah. The front. Is the, is the it, little one? The one in the back is the new ones. Oh. Those are the real cruise shit. That's yeah, the real shit. A, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like a bunch of conspiracies on the Titanic too. They oh, think, really? Yeah. They think it's like it was an inside job too type shit. I think I watched Titanic in maybe seventh or eighth grade. First movie, I, first movie I cried in. Uh-uh. Oh, boy. I was holding back tears. I didn't want my, my dad <laughs> or my mom to see me, but I was like, that one hit me deep. <laughs> it's crazy how movies can do that to you, huh? Holy, yeah. they can pull it out of you. When's the last movie you cried in? Uh, I don't cry over movies. You know. <laughs> no, bro, good. bro, top G. When's the last time you cried? I haven't. In your life? Damn. Oh, yeah, I cry all the time, you know, for just being goddamn and homeless, I cry. You know what I mean? But movies? No. Really? I, think, I, <laughs> I just watched, um, there's a new one on Netflix called Auto. 
Oh. I cried on that shit. Really? <laughs> it's about an old guy who uh, his wife passes away. And he ends up passing away, but he finds a family and like they take care of him. I don't know. It's really good though. Wow. Yeah, in a movie, if I if I'm sitting there, maybe I have a little smoke in me. And I'm watching it, and I really let myself just get enveloped in that movie, and I'm just in it. Yeah. It'll pull some shit out of you, Rick. I think you'd yeah, be surprised. Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring you to a movie. Maybe we'll go to a movie. Yeah, let's do we'll that. When's the last movie you've been to? Oh, Girl. shit. Uh, I don't even fucking know. Top Gun? Let's bring Rick to a movie, get some popcorn I know. I love, movie. I love going to movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's my shit? What about all that drama between uh, your boy George Janko and Impulsive? What happened? I had zero idea about it. Um, I don't know. I guess there was always like a little tension between them. There will always was. You kind of see that. Yeah. Because like. George Janko's like very like obviously religious and stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, Logan would always get kind of like annoyed of him type shit. Uh-huh. And I think George just kind of got over it. He started his own pod. And so he's not impulsive. No. I think they're bringing Damn. that Jeff F- Jeff guy in as the third now. Oh, shit. That's pretty sweet. Cause that'll, that'll probably be pretty. Yeah, good. yeah. I think they have good chemistry and shit. George but, is super smart and good, but he is he is getting a. I mean, that's okay for him because I think we're gonna go on his pod maybe soon. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the fit wasn't super great, but I do like his outlook on shit because he's a smart guy. Yeah. That sucks for him because that's probably he was probably making some good cheddar. Yeah, I wonder because it seemed I remember he talked about saying like he has equity and impulsive, so maybe, I don't know, mm-hmm. he still has a little bit of money from them coming in. Sean Strickland tweeted, every hostile interaction I've had with a UFC fighter, them, I'm crazy, I'll fuck you up, and me. Let's walk outside or meet up at 11, but I'm going to wrap my hands and wear gloves so I don't break my hand. Them, fuck you, pussy. If you about it, I'll see you in the cage. Yeah, Sean Strickland, he probably just wants to scrap anyone anywhere, anytime. Yeah, for real. And he's a big motherfucker, too, so it's probably not the guy you want to fuck with. If you, okay, how about this, Rick? If you could give your your future son a single lesson, what would you teach him? How to be a man, to what? grow up and be a man. Uh, so, uh, talking to that mic a little bit. Yeah, not to, uh, you know, beat up on women and just be a man, be a cool guy. So, your main one would be, how would you do that, though? Well, we got to talk, if, you know. Get to talking? Yeah, if there nothing come out of it, well, just kick his ass to the curb. <laughs> no, kick his ass to the curb. Yeah, no, I was just teasing. Yeah, yeah you I don't. Yeah, I mean, no. you don't beat women, obviously. Right. But if it was don't a single, a single That's lesson, hard. just for one lesson. Yeah, just oh, one. A single lesson. What would you teach? <laughs> and just try. You got to be the best self you, you can be. I mean, maybe you got to be a top G <laughs> without cool. being too vague, though. I think that's very vague. Yeah. Like, what would you tell them? And more? what age are they? Single yeah. lesson. I mean, fuck. You just got to get maybe find your interest and run with it. Yeah, one lesson. That's a that's a tough one there for sure. Yeah, I let them to be them, do them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How's your rib feeling, Jay? Feels better. Like I could kickbox and stuff, but I'm kind of scared to grapple hard. Yeah, it pops again. The fucking ribs take forever, dude. And you do research on yes. those. There's not much you can do. You can ice them. Yeah. You can, but it's just pretty much rest. Yeah, literally, it was going kind of crazy. Just three weeks, couldn't even lift weights or anything. It was just on my ass, reading books, watching movies. Like, Start creating anxiety for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" But I just started to kind of focus on like my brand and stuff more, and just fucking chill. Yeah, still getting a good routine. Yeah, I did a video on uh, on uh, Patreon that talks about that. When you get a surgery, maybe a surgery you used to train twice a day, and you you have bouts of loneliness. How to handle those bouts of loneliness? Because I've had those. Mm-hmm. Or you don't have a significant other, you don't have a group of friends, and you just have a lot of loneliness. How do you handle it? And what do you what do you do? Because it's very easy to just start doing jacking off too much <laughs> For real. start jacking yeah. off too much start losing all your chi maybe you just start every time you feel that anxiety you just smoke some weed or you take a pain pill and now you're fucking yeah boom you're going down you're going down, down. yeah you're going down mm-hmm. uh this week i think we might go to lfa we got a couple buddies fighting i think ezra and this on kid from the lab both studs i think ant's fighting too is he? Yeah. Sweet. Sweet for Anthony. And then uh, we'll probably be using Ezra a lot for the Aljamain fight camp. Strong, strong, very good wrestler and good at jiu-jitsu. Good back takes and a long, lanky body. So it'll be good. Look forward to watching him. Um, Other than that, we're just getting ready to getting ready to move our shit. I haven't, I've never really had to move this much shit because we have the cold plunge. We have the hot tub. We have a 
so much shit to move and it, it can get a little bit uh overwhelming but i have a i have five or six guys soldiers coming over to help me be able to knock it out but i'm excited to be living this close to the gym five minutes from the gym oh, so i can good. come here do more content do more videos pop by grab you head to the movie theater yeah that'd be great uh yeah new place it's gonna be nice when's your lease up jay uh i think it's up october i think it's the last month we so we got to be out by november so october it ends and so yeah we're trying to figure out what i'm gonna do not sure yet <laughs> yeah i might get a, i don't know i've been wanting an art studio so i might just get an art studio or something bro you gotta get one in here in this mall i know i know i gotta fucking talk to landlord's laid back landlord's laid back It'd be perfect right and here. you can cut out a deal you can cut out a deal with him too and maybe he'll help you out these first couple months yeah. and then blah 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 till you get growing but he's easy to deal with he's easy to deal with and uh I want all our people to be in this complex. I know. I would love if it was right here. It'd be perfect. Right here, obviously, just fucking walk to train in. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, right we'll here, see. we got the studio. We need. We got everything we need. Okay. We're fucking outgrowing it here, though, huh? A night class would be packed. I know, dude. I, I keep thinking about that, too. Especially, I mean. Would you just move to that bigger place right here? I don't know, because there's a 12,000 square foot grocery store right next to our building, and it's empty, but it's kind of a shithole, and there's a lot of work that needs to be done in there, mm-hmm. but it's definitely a possibility. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I just got to add, maybe add more classes, especially if Sean knocks out Aljo. I know everybody's going to want to sign up. You're going to want to sign up, which we are doing. This is a good deal. I mean, starts. I th- there's only a couple left, though. There's a couple spots left. $350 for unlimited training for June, July, and August. Damn. So you're saving $300, but if there's, there's only a couple left. So if you're in Phoenix or Peoria and you want to sign up, now is the time. Yes, sir. Learn some Tai Chi over here. Learn some fucking Tai Chi and fuck some people up, huh, Rick? Yeah. <laughs> Kick some ass for real. Yep. <laughs> okay, what else we got going on, huh? Uh, Conor McGregor just dropped his documentary. Are you going to watch it later? Oh, I'm pumped to watch oh, that. It came out today, I think. It looks like it's pretty good. Yeah, it looks good. I like how he's dropping them. I'm sure, like, if everything goes good and he beats Michael Chandler and he some, somehow gets the belt back, imagine that. I hope, dude. That'd be crazy, huh? I hope. Him coming back after that fucking leg break, though. I know. But it was smart of him to get out, out of the USADA pool. I mean, people are bitch about it, but it's like, dude, what the fuck? You want someone to just be affected their whole life and their life to change and have to limp their whole life, or do you want them to get out of the USADA pool, get on some drugs that are... Maybe they're illegal. Maybe they're not. The doctor prescribed, but it's clearly going to heal your bones and heal you up strong. Mm-hmm. Why do people hate on that? That shouldn't be. Oh, that's that's some hating shit. Yeah. Other sports, they can do that. Yeah. Other sports, if boxing or whatever other sport it is, and when it's in the off season, they can do that shit and heal themselves. But UFC, you can't because it's year-round testing. Oh, is it? Did you see uh, IBJJF? Like, you know how a lot of their guys pop for uh, steroids, like the black belts? Mm-hmm. I think they're going to drop it. Like, that. Uh, was that a that rumor? Rule. I don't know if rumor? it was real. I seen an article, but I don't know. It could have been Cap. But I wonder because a lot of, like, their famous, like, black belts and they're, everybody's popping. They're like, let's just drop the rule. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, the, the black belts that bring, that have big teams, some of the best teams, and they yeah. bring all their teams there. And these black belts are in their 40s. So they maybe need some shit. They maybe literally need to stop the young just bugs to be that normal. got popped. <laughs> I think didn't Mika get popped? Yeah, he did. <laughs> Dude, I wonder how that's gonna affect him long term though. He's such he's so young. And he's Dude, fucking juicing up. There's so many people that have made careers back in the day. Back in the day and they were just juiced to the gills and they made careers from it and now they're still still probably wealthy from it because of that. Uh, so you look at it that way. Like you set yourself but up your for health life. problems. I'm kind of scared of like the health, like side effects of it. Yeah. Long term. So least. I want to be ready to do it. Dr. Michael, that guy we have on, who's an expert in longevity yeah. and your health. And it's he true. actually cares about that. And you could see the dude. It's like he's healthy as fuck. Yeah. Into Ben Greenfield, into all these people. So those are the type of people we need to talk to. True, true. You'll be careful going to an old school doctor, though, where they're <laughs> I just know. like, here's this. Hit it. Mm-hmm. They're fucking. Start getting bitch tits. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Got my boy Rick on some shit. TRT. Fuck, imagine Rick. TRT, you know what that is? It's just <gasps> testosterone. Oh, yeah, yeah. You get more horny. 
I don't think I want to get no more hornets than I'm already in. <laughs> really? <laughs> How old are you? 65. 65 Damn. young and spry buck. Yes. And is that how old Paul Check is? How old is Paul Check? I think he's, I think he's a little buck. older, maybe. Look up. Yeah, I stay horny, man. Do you really? Yeah. So uh, Kevin Gostelum says, Fabricio Verdun versus Francis. I would like to see that if Fabricio could get on some supplements. But if he can't get on some supplements, fuck, Francis might be too much for him, too explosive. But put him on some subs, he grabs a hold of Francis, maybe gets in the guard. God, but Francis is so fucking explosive. It's freaky. Freaky how explosive that dude is. Um, 57. 57, Paul Check is only? It's pretty, yeah. Healthy dude. Yeah, he's healthy. Coming up on 50. That's beautiful. Rick, what do you got planned for the day? I know you got some shit going on. No, I ain't got shit. Probably, I don't know. Probably go to the park or find my boy Mook and hang out with him for a little while. What's Mook like? Yeah, shit, nothing. Is he funny? Yeah, he just like buying a lot of pussy. That's all he do. Is buy he buys pussy. Every How much? fucking day. I don't know. He might spend three, four hundred a day. Holy Damn. fuck. Where's he getting that bread? Uh, them peels, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Gamble. Yeah. Gambling. And then he buys pussy? They give him <laughs> 15 or 20 peels easily. Holy smokes. And then you and Mook hang out at the park, huh? Yeah. That's yeah, like a, I don't know what the fuck wrong with <laughs> So. Where do you fuck the hookers at? <laughs> yeah, where does Mook fuck does the hookers? Mook, where does he take them? Any hotel, he can uh, squeeze up. Okay, so it's in a hotel. Yeah. It's never behind a store? No. He, <laughs> no, he's too, I think he tried to be a little too classy for that. Oh, really? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, spend $70, $80, $200 going to a hotel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, comment, like the pod. It helps out. And then uh, I put up a weekend vlog. We went to Andrew Schultz's. We went to the jujitsu thing. I did a little weekend vlog on Patreon. Then I did some Kimura tips that I learned from Takino that will really change your game with the Kimura. On Patreon.com slash Red Hawk Academy if you want to support. If not, hit the subscribe button. It helps out more than you think. And then uh, I'm going to keep trying to come out with quali quality videos here. And then if you want to send Rick a couple bucks at Timbo Tits on Venmo and then I'll, I'll Pop by, bring Rick the cash, and we'll give a. I'll write down all the names, and then we'll have Rick give you a thank you. Yeah. And then what are you gonna buy? Some clothes. I need clothes. Pussy. Bad, man. I really S do. Some clothes. Yeah. I remember when I brought you to Walmart. Right. And what happened? All that. Uh, I still got them, but that shit. That's what a year ago. Yeah. You still got it, and you don't got it. Yeah. I need did. some boxers Where? and shit, Rick, huh? Yeah. Where you got it? At my sister's house. Oh. At, at Mooks or no? <laughs> okay all right maybe we'll go get some more shit then yeah need some shit all right ladies and gentlemen hope you guys have a great week uh love you oh bye-bye all pussy's been good never had one episode with bad pussy all pussy's good not even a little stench not even a little stench wow I, hey i love it when it stench a little bit <laughs> Woo! Yeah, get your hairs it. up. Yeah, yes. <laughs>